Hey y'all, I'm back. I know that you guys weren't expecting a podcast this early in the week. However, I read across someone who really has a story to tell. A phenomenal story. And she's coming out with a book called Still Standing. She's um a black woman who grew up in South Florida and she just she just embodies uh the things that black women go through day in and day out and we're gonna talk to her her name is uh well first of all let me start from the beginning she's a very um close personal friend of the family and um you know she she's been through a lot and she's coming out with a book like i said so we're gonna talk to her right now uh nini are you there yes okay so walk us through this thing because you obviously been through a lot of shit to make you even say that you're gonna come out with the book so let's start from your early childhood and let's talk about what you went through in your childhood first and then we'll get to the book later but first of all let's talk about like the trials and tribulations as a woman who you are and what you've been through so the floor is yours so my name is Tanisha they call me Mimi um I don't know how to tell another woman who has been through but I can advise you that you're not alone Still standing, by the way, you guys, the name of her book is going to be called Still Standing, and she's working on it. Happy Mother's Day, by the way.
Thank you. I appreciate that. So let's get into a little bit about that because your son died. Like he came into um, the kitchen one day and he collapsed and then he died. And we, I never fully understand, understood um, the answers to what happened. Did he take drugs or what happened? Kind of walk us through what happened when your son, Octavius, came into the kitchen and he dropped dead on the floor. Like what, what were you doing that day and, and walk us through it? Mental illness is very important to acknowledge in the black community right now.
Mm-hmm. It was bad, but that is what I did as a mother back then. So, the day that my son died, and I'm going to fast forward it real quick, because we don't need to go through, like, these itsy-bitsy moments. We're going to fast forward The day and the moment that my son died, mm-hmm. my son was in a mental illness program called Mm-hmm. and he was sick his stomach was hurting him real bad he needed to go to the hospital mm-hmm. take him to the hospital I didn't take him to the hospital but the program took him to the hospital they released him and said okay this is what's wrong with your son this is what happened fine so my son continued to complain two days later mm-hmm they took him back to the hospital again. Me being a weak bitch and not defending my son towards a man who didn't give a fuck. And I'm sorry for my um, language, mm-hmm. but this is how I feel as a woman and as a mother. Right. I'm not blaming my ex. I blame myself as a mother because you know what? I'm supposed to stand up for my son. My son is not supposed to stand up for me. Mm-hmm. So, my son went back to the hospital. They said, okay, you have colitis. You just have a stomach infection, basically. And you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I went to the hospital against my husband, Will. Mind you, back it up. He did not want me to go to check on my son. But you know what? The heart of heart of a mother, no. I'm going to go check on my son. And I give I give a lot of praise and glory to my sister. My sister stems back from when my kids were taken from me. But we'll talk about that later mm-hmm. in the book. Where she was 18 years old and took on five kids. Including my three and her two. But we'll talk about that later. So today, fast okay. forward... She was the same woman who said, fuck the world, fuck what everybody thinks. This is my sister. Right. I'll be there for her. And she was there. Right. She walked me through it. She got me through it. And her strength and her ambition for my kids gave me the willpower and the ambition and the thought process that I'm going to fight for my own kids, which I didn't have that. You know why? One. I like the father. Right. Fast forward, we'll deal with that. Two, I like a mother. Fast forward, we'll deal with that. But at the end of the day, somebody gave me something to say. You got to fight for your child. This was my child. Went in a hospital looking like he was already dead. So let me ask you this. Like um, was already dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so hard losing a child. I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine losing a child. I cannot no, imagine you it. You know what? I think that that's the worst feeling in the world. Because I'd rather die before my kids. Yeah. I don't have kids, but I can imagine. I would die for my child, for sure. So when my son said, on August 
Just a little bit because uh, Mother's Day was Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And it's just like a lot of women are raising kids by themselves right now. And it's really sad. And you have quite a story to tell. You're coming out with a book that we both uh, decided that the title is going to be Still Standing. And you're still standing. You're an amazing woman. You're an amazing mother. You know, you have been through a lot, and that's why I called you to do this interview, because not, I mean, like, I'm not a mom, and when I sit down and I hear these stories about these women who have pushed out two, three, four, five kids, and the guy is not in the picture at all, like, I'm like, wow, like, and then you said that you was on medication, and you was going through anxiety, like, this, this guy's just, like, introduced you to so many toxic things and then you broke out of there there's a car passing hold on yeah like you broke out of it and you were able to like kind of let go of all the toxic things and it we need to hear that like we by we i mean like um the women of my generation the black women especially who don't have kids yeah. like we need to hear these kind of stories we need to hear like you're black like me like we go through all these trials and tribulations and it's just like the black woman is so strong you know and that's what I kind of want to get from you like just kind of the vibe like how did you survive like how did you do it and having kids and not having your man in your life not having a husband right now like how did you do it Honestly, when I tell you, and I can promise any black sister, and I speak for the hood of the hood sisters, that we are so strong, and we are so much stronger than people can say or acknowledge us, we are. But I have to, I think, I pray every day. Had it not been for my little baby, I would not have made it. Because coming from a stance of all these issues, like it's so many issues that you endure and you go through. But 
But I took and I used one thing to hold me and keep me grounded. And that was my two little kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take anything away from my oldest son. Well, as you know. So you feel like, like your kids kind of like aligned your world? Because before the kids, you was just they you. Did, listen, like you they was just did. Me, because like when I broke, they were there to lift me and hold me up. Those two little kids kept me. Because when I tell you, I done tried to overdose how many times? I done tried to commit suicide how many times? But those two little kids kept me because you know why? My oldest son, he wasn't feeling it. He had been through his own rough with this situation and this bullshit. Uh-huh. So he can't keep me grounded. The two little ones, they understood it and been through it, but they have not been through the bulk of it like my older son. My older right. son is just now to the day that he can understand like, Mom, I'm okay. But my babies understood like, I need you. So they made me understand and feel that they needed me so I couldn't leave them to a monster, honestly. I could not leave them to a monster. That's the only thing kept me. That's very interesting because I hear a lot of women, I hear a lot of women say that their kids is what kept them together. And like Mother's Day, because it is Mother's Day and I feel like Mother's Day kind of mm-hmm. just like kind of passed by and rushed by and nobody's taking it seriously. You're right. These are the issues we should discuss being that it was Mother's yeah. Day. You are right. You are aligned with life and society. It, it's hurtful because I don't, I don't know where I would be today mm-hmm. if I wasn't strong and a black woman mm-hmm. because I'm not going to say oh if I didn't have these kids because a lot of times people kill themselves and commit suicide and they still have kids and they don't think about that but I have to think about me and my self love to say I love my kids yeah and like your kids are a part of you though at the same time like exactly. I don't understand that either like how people can just kill themselves but you got kids behind like your kids are you you know um, yeah, you meet a guy and you want to meet a man. You know, you don't need a guy. You don't need a guy. Well, well absolutely, but... you need a guy to like make the baby. Hello, sperm. But it's like, oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, if I do meet you, like we have to be on the same accord. And you know, um, like you said earlier, if um, if I meet you and it don't work out. You should still have the same best interest at heart for our kids. And men are just so immature right now. Like, I can't even. Like, I'm 33 years old and I don't have kids and I don't have a husband. But it's like, I don't want it. And so many guys come after me. Like, I don't know what happened, okay? I don't know why all these guys are chasing me right now. Maybe because (laughs) I just turned off my radar and I said I don't want a guy at all. But they're just like out here and I'm like okay are we going to build a family are we going to get married you know it's important and that's why on um, uh, Mother's Day this is like my first year for Mother's Day because I like Mother's Day but I never really thought about it if that makes sense I love it I never really thought about what moms go through like 
you pushing out a baby, a whole life, you know, it's crazy. But you have to remember, some mothers almost died to give birth to That's that one I'm, baby. Yeah, oh yeah, so I'm, I'm you very don't aware. understand the attachment to a mother and a baby. Like, and I'm gonna I'm go back real quick, real quick, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna ponder on it. Mm-hmm. My first child, I was 16 years old. I almost died. They told my mother I would not live. You know what I did? A few months later, I got back pregnant with my son. How stupid or crazy can you be? But you know what? I felt, I felt that I wasn't stupid nor crazy. I was mixed up. I didn't have the love or the understanding to say, don't do it again. This is what we have to go through as a community and as a person. We have to say, listen, I ain't no daddy, but I will save another sister at all costs. At all costs. To tell her, listen, I did this. I did this wrong. I did this right. I'm not perfect, but you can make it. Shout out to all the moms, though. Shout out to all the moms because I can't imagine, like, going through the pain. You know, happy Mother's Day. Um, I'm going to publish this podcast in literally two seconds from now. But I just realized that. And, like, I appreciate my mom so much more because I've been talking to to women like you. I've been talking to my... I, I have... Me and my brother got two different daddies. I've been talking to his mom. And it's like, wow, like... They really go through a lot. Like, I didn't realize it, you know? And, like, it was like this year I came to the realization, like, you can meet a man and you can have his baby and maybe uh-huh. he's not going to be with you no more. And it, I don't want to feel that. That's like the ultimate hurt. Right then, like at an instant second, snap of the finger. No. It's so much. It's so much. I know. Yeah. It's a lot. It really is. And, you know, I started learning to take life precious. Yeah. When I learned, well, when I learned to love myself, I started to learn to take life precious because it's a lot that can happen in life in a split of a second. Facts. I feel you. So thank you for coming on the podcast. And we're going to work on your book, Still Standing. It's a long time coming. It's a long journey. It's a long story. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but um, I'm down, and I guess we're going to be coming out with a book next summer. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. Here we go. 2020. 2020. Okay, so you guys, you heard a little bit of her story. Like I said, we're going to, um, we're going to, basically, I, I guess I'm writing a book now. <laughs> so uh, that's going to be next year. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. So it was very impromptu, but hey, sometimes you got a story to tell. You got to catch this story when you can get it. Bye.